welcome to the Darling Girls podcast, hosted by Jenny Lundstrom and Grace Vidorchak, two mid-20s single gals with a long-distance friendship and passion for personal growth. Listen along as we chat about life, wellness, and everything in between, because we're all just on a journey to be our best selves. Stay darling. Happy Sunday, darling girls. Happy um, Sunday. And hello, Ginny. How are you? Hello, I'm good. I'm um, I'm tired. I watched the Titanic for the first time last night. That's insane. And actually, for all the listeners, me and Grace FaceTime for like two hours last night. After I told her I didn't have time to talk to her. Yeah. Remember I told you that? She was fully like, I'm sorry. Like, let me call you tomorrow. I'm really not feeling well. And then she FaceTimed me and I was like, oh, maybe that's an accident. And I answered and we fully talked until the second I was like, I have to go to sleep. Yeah. It's my bedtime. Was, my sister was like, can you guys stop talking so we can watch this movie? So after we talked, after we hung out up, I um watched the Titanic for the first time in my whole life. And Did you cry? Um, like I teared up, but the thing is, the reason that I've been avoiding it for so long is because I knew I was going to like it. I knew I was going to like the love story and it was epic. And Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio is very good looking in the movie and Gorgeous. it's lovely, but like, I knew how it was going to end. And that's why I was avoiding it for so long is because ultimately, you know how it's going to end and it just sucks. It's just a heartbreaking movie. It really is. And it hangs with you. And it literally made me not be able to sleep. I could not turn my brain off the whole night. Also just bad move on my part, starting the Titanic at 10 o'clock at night, because it didn't end until like after midnight. So then I went to bed already really late and then couldn't turn my brain off and then did not fall asleep until like three in the morning and then had to wake up at five, oh which my is not goodness. normal, but yeah, it was a lot. It's fine. I have to watch something nice and light. I know. I it was a bad move, but whatever. Yeah. Me and Bonnie have been wanting to watch that for a while. So it worked out. And now I can say that I've watched it and I probably won't watch it again for a really long time because just, yeah, it just hangs with you and you're just, you just feel icky after it. Yeah. Just check that off your list and don't do it again. But you need to watch that movie that me and Bonnie told you about. It's so good. Oh yeah. What was it again? Love Hard on Netflix. Love Hard. Okay. With Mina Dobrev from Vampire I Diaries. still have a, I still have a broken TV. I literally still have been watching TV <laughs> on my computer. My TV oh, yeah. broke like three or four weeks ago at this point. And I, I don't know what happened. Like there was a storm. It just stopped working. And I physically have just been like, eh, I don't need it, which is kind of cool that I don't really need it, but also like. I, well, I want to watch a movie at some point. Yeah. Also, you're definitely not as big of a TV and movie watcher as I am. Yeah, that's true. Which is so I'm okay it, without it, it but like I, I definitely at this point, like it's almost been a month. Like I'm, I'm missing it. I need. Also, it you guys, Grace told me she's like, yeah, I've just been watching TV or Netflix on my computer. I'm like, oh, okay. I was in Naples a couple <laughs> weeks ago, and I saw her computer it's tiny it's like the tiniest <laughs> little macbook so she's been it's the 11 it. inch it's the 11 inch mac it's literally so tiny i thought it was cute i literally bought it because i was in college i was like oh, it's so cute i like it because it's small <laughs> it's so funny it's like you're so many regrets an ipad which is fine. so many it's probably the, it is it's like the same size as an ipad for yeah. sure it's so whatever funny. 
anyways, Love Hard, so cute. Just like the cutest little holiday movie you ever did see. So I'll highly recommend that. Um, anyways, so this week, exciting things. I mean, today, Very. Uh, we already recorded our interview with Chelsea. You guys are going to love it. Love her. Obviously, I love her because she, um, we were friends back in college and we obviously have kept in touch and stayed friends and we have the same big old friend group from uh, from when we all went to FSU and we all still keep in touch. And she just is thriving and started her own clothing business. So Ginny and I thought it would be a good idea to bring her on and just chat about how she did that and how she's doing and what she's learned. And she had yeah. such great advice. Yeah. And she, um, I mean, truly, we're going to have a lot of cool guests on our podcast hopefully but she was such a cool one to start out with and she is just a boss bitch I really enjoyed meeting her and talking to her and I feel like she did have really good advice yeah she had good like she hit like all the high notes like we talked about confidence we talk about style we talk about you know like kind of as you become well I mean we're still young adults but like as you become more full grown like college you're still an adult but you're still a child so like yeah. we talk about kind of the transition between your going out clothes in college to kind of finding your adulthood style you know just things that we all can relate to at this point so yeah it's really yeah. cool and she her company is awesome it's Amici and yeah I'm just really excited for you guys to hear this so should we play it we should all, all right. right enjoy Welcome to Darling Girls. Thank you for having me. This is quite the occasion. Oh, it's so exciting. So for those of you who don't know, um, I know Chelsea from back in the Florida State days, um, college. <laughs> and we're Jenny, all Florida State girls. Yes, except Jenny doesn't us. know. Yeah, right. Jenny doesn't know Chelsea at all. So this is their first introduction. Um, very fun. Our and I'm first very virtual meeting. Yes. It's already and thank lovely. you. <laughs> it's been a lot of fun setting up the the microphone. Yeah, it took it took a fat minute, but we did we made it. We made it. And Chelsea actually has a cute little real podcasting microphone, which is I know she is kind of cute impressive I thought you were gonna say she has a real like little buddy behind her who might make a little appearance by his voice oh that could happen you might hear a dog um on strict he has strict instructions to not make a peep so (laughs) what did you say you're like you're on silent mode now no you're not disturbed yes 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 (laughs) yes absolutely he's on do not disturb All right, so let's jump into it. Tell us about Amici. Okay, so let's go back to 2020. Tell us about how Amici started, how you started Amici first. All right, well, I was actually living in New York in in the city and COVID hit. No one knew it was happening, but I'm not kidding. When I say all of my roommates bolted, like I was the last one left in the city. It was a ghost town. I was like, screw this. I'm getting out of here. And so I left and I got let go of my job while I was home in Florida. And I had like no way of going back to New York. I didn't know when things were going to open up, whatever. 
And so I finally had the chance to move my things out of New York because my lease was up. So I had to get my ish out of there. And we packed, me and my roommate Amanda, we packed up in literally 24 hours. We left. We're like, we don't know when we'll be back, but our stuff is in storage. And I was home. I was so bored. I was making masks. I was literally. <laughs> oh, I remember you sent me one. Yes, I did. I they sent them so to like everybody. Cute. I was so what a mask like a mask like a COVID mask like with fabric I got a sewing machine it was dramatic but so I started doing that and I was just bored I started coaching again at my old dance gym but that was only on the nights and on weekends and I was just something was still missing and I still didn't have a job nothing was hiring because we were in the middle of you know a global pandemic so I had this money saved up and my parents decided to help me out and I decided to start my own online clothing store. So all my friends are always like barring my clothes, going through my clothes, take, I never see half the clothes I own again because they always end up in my friends' closets. So I was like, maybe I should just do this for real, for a living and give it, give access to everybody, not just my friends. So that's kind of how Michi was born. Um, the name comes from, Italian it means friends in Italian and that just goes back to what I said with my friends being the main reason for why I started it just because they gave me the idea and I just ran with it and here we are and I totally vouch for the fact that we all used to steal Chelsea's clothes like I used to okay so I have said before that I graduated college a year early so like I got rid of all those like going out clothes and like oh yeah like the Tallahassee crop tops like things that you never wear again so I'd go visit and I would literally just like go right to Chelsea's room and I'm like yeah dress me put me in something and she's like here's like a crop top here's a leather jacket here's a beanie and like you're good head to toe head to toe but you know what I never saw any of those clothes again I guarantee it probably (laughs) probably because I'm actually good at giving things back so that's not okay maybe from you yeah from me I was good (laughs) but and then I even I went to go visit Chelsea in New York which I'm a little sad that you don't still live there but and fully same thing I just I would walk in and I would just be like okay Chelsea like outfits put me in oh my god yes that dress you wore when we were on our rooftop for those pictures so good that two-piece was so nice I know pretty thank you for that memory (laughs) well I love that so basically you did it because your friends gave you the idea but were you working in fashion before as well or was it just something you're passionate about and you wanted to start like a side thing um So I've always worked in retail. I've been working in retail since I was probably 14 years old, mainly just because I wanted to. I wanted to get behind the scenes and I wanted to be able to learn more about the industry. So I've been working with clothing stores um, for about a decade now. And when I was in New York, I was on the sales side. So I got some insight onto that end. So come COVID, I just felt like I had knowledge in all of these different areas and they all pointed towards owning a retail store because I'm doing the buying I'm doing the selling I'm doing the marketing I'm doing everything hands-on it was kind of the best of both worlds because I got to use everything from school to my internships to my past um, jobs it just kind of felt like it was something I needed to do yeah I love that Grace has always like talked about how stylish you are and like I I think that's a huge compliment right like no that is he crushes it 
Yeah. I I'm going to write about that in my diary tonight. Grace called me stylish. You should. Oh, like, yeah. number one, grateful for Grace thinks I'm cool. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to ask you a real in-depth question here. So in what ways has starting your own business, obviously, Amici, I feel like it's like very fun for you, but like, mm-hmm. that's a hard thing to do. Oh, like yeah. that, that's first of all, you started your own business. You're 24 years old and you did it on your own. So what do you think that you've like, do you think you've grown as a person? Do you think you've learned I a lot? I definitely think I've grown as a person starting my own business and owning my own business. I've had to adapt to many different situations. I mean, I knew there was a lot that went on behind the scenes in retail and owning a clothing store, but it's just like the little things that you don't know, like sales tax. I still don't know what I'm doing. I still don't really understand. (laughs) And I mean, I've tried and like, God bless my mom. Like she tries so hard to help me because she does taxes for her and my dad's business, but it's not retail sales tax. So she has no idea either. And I'm just, I mean, I'm Googling everything. I'm watching YouTube, like documentaries basically on how to do sales tax. I don't know why they make it so freaking hard, but, um, I I never would have even thought about that. It's the little things. And I feel like the hardest part about owning my own business is I've always been told what to do. And I'm real. Like, if you give me a list, I will finish it. I will check it twice. Like I love a good list. Like I can you tell me to do things and I can do them with owning your own business. You have to tell yourself what to do and you have to make those lists. And there's things that I don't know need to be done until it's too late or until I realize later. And I'm like, I don't know how to do that. I wish someone would tell me how to do that. So it's a lot of just adapting the situation I'm in and trying to learn as much as I can with the tools that I'm given. I mean, Google is my best friend. So everything you've done is self-taught. You don't have like a mentor or anybody that you can ask questions. No, I mean, I, I use the Shopify POS system. And that is something that I use at the past three stores I worked at growing up. So I had that kind of knowledge. And then again, I've got knowledge from um, interning as a stylist in New York, and then working in sales in New York. And so I took all of that. But as far as day to day, I'm basically winging it. I don't know if I should admit that. But that's kind of where we're at. Oh, you should. I yeah, and I like cool. that you admit that because we're the same way. I was just telling Grace, I feel like I have imposter syndrome all the time at work because I'm like, am I supposed to be here? Like, did no, I? Totally. Like, am I qualified? And Grace is like, I yeah, think I'm that sure. every day. So yeah, absolutely. But I mean, That's you nice. have to. Trial yes. and error is like the best practice ever. I mean, you, you're not gonna know what to do until something goes wrong. That's when you figure out what you're best yeah. at. Yeah, I like that. I think like it's important for people to hear that like it wasn't successful right away. It takes yeah. time and effort and energy, but ultimately look at yeah. you now. It's definitely been, I mean, like I just said, a lot of trial and error. It's finding different demographics there. I mean, the market is flooded with online clothing stores right now. They're everywhere and they're like few and far in between that are doing well and are actually creating um, a successful brand that can live on. And it's finding my niche market. There was a while I was focused really on like college girls and teenagers. And that is a very saturated market. I mean, they'll just go to Sheen for $5 for a top if that's what like just a throwaway top. So I'm kind of 
going back to what I started with, which is more late twenties, like, and later on in life, just for the everyday woman, like we don't need crop tops every day. We want like full length, actual full length tops and things that aren't as scandalous because like Grace said, as soon as I left college, I mean, my whole closet was filled with crop tops and disco shorts. Like yeah. I can't wear that when I'm 24. <laughs> AKA my work uniform. Yeah. I threw that in the trash. <laughs> no, basically that's all we had. Just Grace's yeah. work uniform. <laughs> yeah. And we all had different renditions of it. But like what you just said is interesting because I never w- would have realized that you were slowly changing like the type of clothing that you're bringing in. But it's totally true. Like whoever you're marketing you know, whatever age group you're trying to get to shop, you have Mm -hmm. to think fully like, Hey, who am I selling to? Exactly. And that is something my mom has kind of helped me with because I mean, my mom, she's in her fifties. I don't know her exact age and I'm sure she's glad that I don't, but (laughs) (laughs) she always wants my help finding clothes because she just struggles. She doesn't care to spend the money on nice clothes, but it's so hard. You either go to it's there's nowhere in between it's like forever 21 where you're 20 years old and you're in a skanky outfit or you're going to like white house black market and you can look like you're a sunday school teacher like there really isn't yes that's so true for women that have had kids or that just want to be a little more conservative so i feel like that's kind of the area that i'm trying to really dominate right now and get in with while still focusing, because I mean, I would still wear everything that I'm bringing in right now, but also my mom and her friends would. And I think that that's something that a lot of stores are missing right now. Yeah. Like not not compromising style, but finding what you feel good in and feel comfortable in. And that like something that gives you confidence. And that was actually a question I was going to ask you is like, do you, and you answered yes, but you like bring in your own personal style to it, which is so cool because you're gonna get to see like the influence your style is making on other people and it's gotta be cool to see like people wearing your clothes and feeling confident in them it like seeing people post on instagram and tagging amici by chelsea is one i get excited every single time i see a notification that someone has tagged us just because i mean they a, they like the outfit enough to post in it and B, they remember that it's from my store and they take the time to tag. Um, they're my favorite photos to look through. And I mean, like I said, with personal style, I mean, there isn't like, like I'm not going to buy it for my store if I wouldn't wear it myself because obviously I can't sell something that I don't like. Mm-hmm. So it definitely makes it easier. It makes it hard not to buy everything myself, but <laughs> <laughs> at least makes- you get it at cost. Exactly. Grace with a little merchandising little lingo. I know she loves to throw that in. Well, I love that. So do you have any tips for um because I think finding your personal style and especially for young girls, it's a lot about like what you were saying, like dressing more scandalous. Mm-hmm. So dressing for like what you think you're supposed to like dress in or what you think people will think you're like you look good in, but it can be hard to feel confident in that kind of if that's not your like if that's your style and you feel confident that's cool but for me in college I did not feel confident in that at all and so it took me a while to find my own personal style that I felt good in definitely you know what what tips would you give for that 
I honestly love that you brought that up because I look at photos from end of my sophomore, beginning of junior year of college. And I know for a damn fact, I was not comfortable a single day throughout that whole period. I was dressing to impress everyone around me. I was wearing things from LF because the kids, the girls that I were hanging out with were wearing it. And because one guy said I looked hot with braids one time and I was like, I'm going to wear my hair in braids all the time. And I look back at those photos and I'm like, what the hell? Like, why were you trying so hard to please everyone around you but yourself? And I think senior year, especially, I started just wearing what I wanted to wear, not caring if I wasn't showing cleavage or if my stomach wasn't out or my ass wasn't out. I was dressing comfortable and I was dressing cute and I didn't give a damn what anyone else thought. But I feel like that's something that just comes with age. Like you have to go through those moments in those that like pressure to realize I don't need this I don't I don't care what people think it's definitely I don't know it's hard I wish that people weren't so judgy because even now coaching kids again um kids aged five to 18 I just see like the bullying or like the kids coming in upset because of what they're wearing or how they their hair is and things like that And I know I was guilty of it when I was younger too, but it's just so crazy when you're older to think like, who cares? Like who gives a shit what they say? But it's so true. It's so much easier said than done. But I know I think about my like younger self and I was just, you're already uncomfortable in your skin Mm -hmm. of acne or hormones or whatever you're feeling like what's going on. But then to add on, like you have to wear skin tight clothes and that's what's in. I mean, granted, I think fashion has evolved a little bit. Like my Mm -hmm. sister is 14 and she definitely does not, you know. There's so much more stylish than we ever were. Yeah. So that's good. But I like, I can't believe, and I, I definitely agree. It comes with age because you just, you get to a point where you find what you feel good in and then you're just okay with it because you like how you feel and you you're just ultimately happier in life. And when you're younger, there's just so much more pressure from everybody else. So. I mean, I have this one photo from high school. I think we were sophomores in high school. It's me and Kristen, our me and Grace's friend, Kristen. We are wearing low rise denim shorts, like the low rise. Oh my God. And I mean, they're (laughs) maybe three inches long, maybe three inches long. Like they are low rise, tiny shorts and crop tops. I'm like, low rise and a crop top like damn we were really feeling ourselves Megan Fox but like that was in that was in style everyone had it and I also would shove myself on my back pocket and my dad's (laughs) like that thing is gonna squish out of your pants and I was like yeah but this is like I look good no like I would get I had like the razor cell phone and I would like clip it onto my leggings like I would open it up (gasps) and like I thought I was so cool probably were you were cool but you know at least you were confident back then I feel like like back then was almost funny to look at pictures because like the confidence was just like overflowing no matter what I had on Mm -hmm. and then college was the time where it was awkward and like your body's changing and you're just like okay well we're supposed to be wearing these small clothes but I hate this and then I graduated (laughs) and I feel like for a while I was just like basic clothes like I didn't wear color for a while And I really didn't, I didn't know. I kept buying clothes and like giving them away and returning them because I was like, I kind of hate everything right now. Like I'd put it on and you wouldn't actually go through with wearing it or something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like, and Jenny and I were just recently talking about this. That's how we thought to even like talk to you because we were like, I feel like just recently now, like 
I'm, I all of a sudden have like this girly style that yeah, like embracing I, it. Yeah. And I used to be super preppy in high school, actually, which is funny because then I totally lost that. Like Tallahassee took that from me because it wasn't cool. It was not cool. Like a goth soul with your recess uniform and your, you were scary. I can't believe Grace. I, I, I like didn't know her at that time, but I like see, she'll show me pictures and I'm like, who? That's like the Grace I met. Like I was, I I was like, we were going to go on spring break together and Kristen was like, Grace is going to come. I'm like, Grace Fedor, like Grace, (laughs) she's like really cool. Are you sure? sure? I was like the nicest person ever. I just like, for some reason looked terrifying. I know after I met you, I was like, wait, what the hell? What's the, because she had those sultry little smile, like smirks in her photos with her like dark. She she took no bullshit. Like she, I mean, it was So now that we're on track, we're recording well. Can I ask, Jenny, are you ready? Yeah. Okay, I thought you were leaning forward to tell me something. Um, So you were chatting about obviously feeling comfortable in your own clothes and how all of us pretty much felt uncomfortable in college in some way. And then after college is awkward because you're trying to figure out like what you actually feel comfortable in, like what the hell is going on. So what are your tips for somebody who's trying right now to find their personal style? That's a good question. And I want to get it right. Okay. <laughs> no right answers. Uh, wrong answers only. <laughs> no. Okay. First, finding your personal style. Honest to God, my number one tip is fake it till you make it. And I will stand, like I will die on that hill. I have been faking it till I make it since I was probably three years old. And everything I do. I mean, if you go into something with just the utmost confidence and like, you know, that you look like a badass bitch and you know that you're going to crush the day, nine times out of 10, you're going to crush that day and everyone's going to notice. So I think with finding your personal style and just finding who you are in a world, the world we're in these days, you just have to be confident in who you are. You have to not be afraid to fail in your I love that all of it Grace is gonna quote that I'm (laughs) writing this down this is amazing um can you tell us a few what are your favorite styles right now like what are your favorite trendy styles at the moment okay well I I mean I've always have been but it's coming back I guess you could say I guess it comes back all the time I love oversized, oversized layering. Like I would love a leather jacket with a flannel underneath it. Just like a bunch of different layers, oversized, that baggy look. A, it's so comfortable. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's because like Billie Eilish was doing it, but now everyone is just oversized sweatshirts are amazing. Like people are throwing like an oversized sweater over a mini dress, anything. It's definitely something that, and I feel like you can reuse it so many times. I do that right now for work. Like mm-hmm. I'm not quite in the like cold, cold part of the year. And so I'm using my summer dresses. I just throw a sweater on top or underneath. Yeah. No, exactly. I mean, it's perfect. You can change any outfit. And I'm loving, okay, this is like very specific. And I don't know if you guys have seen it, but there's this like retrofit dress and it's like fully sequined. And it, it just reminds me of like Mamma Mia. And it's like everywhere. I mean, they have dupes like everywhere, but the original one is just beautiful. Wait, I haven't seen it, but Jenny is obsessed with Mamma Mia. I love Mamma Mia. You need to send that to us. 
It's incredible. I have a dupe coming to shopmichi.com. Okay. Well, we all need one of those. That'll be exciting. I love it. Yeah. Let's all get matching ones. Okay. So oversized baggy looks are in and so are Mama Mia. Dra- oh my oh, God. She's what? Like, oh, that's amazing. I right. need that for New Year's. Send it to me now in a small. Thank you. <laughs> Bill it to her later. I'll then <laughs> invoice <laughs> me. <laughs> it's amazing. So that will oh be my God. Need it. Need it for the holidays. Back again. Check it to wreck it. Let's begin. <laughs> party on, party people. Let me hear some noise. DJs in the house, top jump for joy. <laughs> I'm starting That's to so That was good. Back. We're back. We're back. So we are on our cell phones now. Um, and we're here to finish the pod with one final question for my lovely friend Chelsea Percopo. Got me. And it's going to be what is one piece of advice? that you would give to anyone who is trying to start their own business by themselves, just like you did. Okay. I'm going to give this two parts. This is going to be a two-parter. The first part is a financial advice. Bootstrap everything. If you're going to start your own business, get all the money yourself. Don't take out loans. Try your hardest any way possible to save and avoid loans or having to owe anybody money because there's nothing more stressful in this world than owing anyone money. It's nothing that I want any part of. That is my main advice. My second advice is, I guess I would say to follow your gut because when you're starting a business or trying to become an influencer or a podcast or anything, there's always going to be background noise. There's always going to be people saying, don't do this. You should do it like this, giving their two cents. And you have to listen to your heart and listen to your gut and do what you think is right the first time. Because if you wait, or if you try and please everybody else, it's going to end up looking like a hot mess. You have to stick true to what you know and tune out everybody else's opinions. I love that. Is that good? Yeah, that was great advice on both counts. Okay, cool. cool, It was incredible. And I love that you split it into two pieces because it's kind of hard to pick one. That was a hard question. Well, and for anyone actually starting like act like, yes, for to some extent you want to do it because it sparks joy or it, you know, brings you happiness. You're interested in it and it's a good idea. But the the money one was great. It's definitely something to think about and not something to jump into because you don't want to. Yeah, I mean, it's easy to take the easy way out and get a loan or get a bunch of credit cards and put as much money as you want on them. but the time and the stress it'll take to pay that off and to be fully dependable and independent, it's not worth it. It's better to wait and to save up the right money. And I mean, again, going on what I said earlier too about not pleasing everybody. Yes, having a business and a platform is about pleasing people and you want to inspire everyone around you. That being said, you cannot please everybody. And I feel like that's something that gets really lost is you want, especially in retail, like, yeah, I want, something that everybody can find, but buying a whole pack in one crazy print, because I know that one person will like it. It's not going to be a great return on investment. You have to think smartly about who, who your customer is and who you're trying to appeal to before you just try and cover every area at once. That's amazing advice. Mm -hmm. I love that. That was really good. We're mind blown right now. You're crushing it, Chelsea. You really are. Yeah, honestly, thank you for 
thank you for talking to us. Thank you for coming on this. This means so much to us. And we are thank so you. proud so of you. Honored. Thank you. I feel so, this is my, my first podcast. I feel so official. Know, you right? are. You're you official are. and you're knowledgeable. I need a and whistle. Inspiring. <laughs> you're an inspiring woman of business. Very. You two are inspiring. Oh, should we just sit here and compliment each other for like another? I know. I literally that. keep it. It's like when you're drunk in the bathroom and you run into a bunch yeah. of people. <laughs> My favorite. I no, I love your shoes. <laughs> no, no you are beautiful. So, <laughs> so you don't need him. You don't need that man. You don't need him. <laughs> yes. Oh but God. we all know you're going to go home to him tonight. So it's okay. Just go. Just and you just agree and you're just like yes you're and then you pick out the one random piece of the outfit that you you're just like oh my god your elbow anklet your your um one right sleeve is so cute oh my god it's like mean girls and it's like oh my god your skirt's so cute where did you get it it's the ugliest effing skirt i've ever seen yeah <laughs> Thank you for being on Darling yeah. Girls. We love to have you anytime. Thank you for having me, Darling Girls. I would love to come back and chit chat. Yes, and ed- everyone go shop on Amici by Chelsea. It's so cute, and you will love everything that you buy. Yes, it's please. So New arrivals weekly. Yes, it's so cute. Obviously, we love Chelsea. Obviously, we want to support the brand, but also like the price points are incredible. So, mm-hmm. like anybody of any age can go on there and find something they can afford. She crushes it and having all the tiers of things that people need. So yeah, go shop and thank you, Chelsea. Thank you for having me. Great to listen. Thank you for listening to the Darling Girls podcast. If you liked what you heard, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Also, you can keep up with us on Instagram at Darling Girls Pod. See you next time.